Good morning. It's another fine day on the Third Wheel Podcast. I'm Caleb. And I'm Chefs. What's up? What's up? What's up? It's going to be a great show today. we got a lot to talk about. How do you feel about today, Shaps? Yo, I am feeling pumped because I know what's on the table, literally and figuratively. <laughs> Ooh. So today we got, we're going to talk about social media. We're going to talk about stupid uh, drive through experiences again. And then we also got to try the new Peeps Pepsi, which I am not excited at all to try. But, well, actually, how do you feel about trying it, Shaps? Well, everyone knows who's been watching a long time how I feel about soda, but they also know that I'm willing to try just about anything you put in my <laughs> mouth. So, yeah, well, let's get it started. You know, I, I do appreciate how open you are to trying horrible, horrible concoctions <laughs> that Pepsi comes up with. <laughs> so, for, so for, those of you, for those of you who've been listening for a long time, you know that uh, this isn't the first time Pepsi has messed with this show <laughs> and messed with my insides. <laughs> but, oh, geez. If we... <laughs> we're just, yeah, every like few episodes, we're going like, to take a major, major dump on Pepsi. But generally... I... Yeah, I used to love Pepsi. I like when I used to drink soda. I mean, I, I think I like Pepsi more than Coke, but I mean, maybe I just need to have them back to back. Sounds like a great episode. I, yeah, I, I mean, Coke came out with a new flavor that I want to try. That did you see that new thing they're trying to do where they're trying to do like a uh, Coke Move? Coke just, Move, no, yeah, that's their new big thing. It's red. <laughs> it looks like the strawberry and cream Dr Pepper. Oh, that sounds like it'll you know it won't do anything to your insides. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, again, it's like drinking acid, like you said, but... Let us know, audience, if you'd like to see, like, I want to see a Pepsi taste test where, like, we have all these weird concoctions, but they're all blindfolded, you know, or they're all blinded in some way. We just have to guess which ones throughout the year, you know, oh, so which what, what are you which? trying to accomplish with that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, it's, yeah. It's getting to me. <laughs> this tastes like death. <laughs> Next one. <laughs> Doctor says I got five months left to live. <laughs> Thanks, Coke. Um, Yeah, so I was in Brahms, at a Brahms drive-thru the other day, and I was thinking about it. I order my ice cream, and then they hand it to me, and then I say, like, hey, I asked for strawberry. And they they don't give me attitude, but they'll be like, hey, go ahead and give me that back then. And I'm like, give it back, okay. Because, you know, back in the day when I was younger, they, they used to be like, oh, just keep it. Yeah, you know, and it was that, that was like that's customer service. Right. You know, like here, just keep it. We'll also, like sanitary. Exactly, that was another thing they said. We can't take it back. It's not sanitary. But nowadays, you say, "Hey, this isn't what I ordered." They're like, all right, well, give me that back then. And then they, you what give are it, they going to do with it? Yeah, and then they, you give it back to them, and then they trade you like, like you're trying to get away with extra food. And I was like, man, like. What happened to back in the day when it's like, oh, that's okay, sir, you keep it, you know, that's on us. And well, then, then, like, yeah, in the honor of you, like, stepping up and saying, hey, actually, this is not why I ordered, you know, you could have just taken off, but, like, you know, it's kind of respectful, you know, to actually fess up or, like, to point out, you know, a mistake or whatever. Yeah, and I was, like, thinking about it. I, it as I was driving away, I was like, man, he really was, like, thinking I was trying to pull one over on him or something. <laughs> I was like, you know, like I said, back in the day, they, they just gave you the extra, and they smiled at you, and he handed you the extra food. It's not like that nowadays. I was no. like, how petty. <laughs> Honestly. I mean, I can be petty, but... Health Jesus. inspector. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. About you, Chef, do you have any interesting drive through stories? You know what? It's everyone's everyone's favorite Wendy's. Okay, I was say, so oh, a few Wendy's. A few weeks ago, a few weeks ago, uh, everyone here who lives locally in Texas knows that we got iced over, and it was a pretty miserable week. Everything was closed, and of course, like always, I never stock up. I was, you know, like every every night, I would drive a little bit. I was, I actually managed to drive a little bit to see what was open. I couldn't really go too far. 
obviously Waffle House was always open because they're contractually obligated to be. I love Waffle House. Honestly, just out there. Honestly, that's a conversation for another day. <laughs> I've grown to love it. Yeah. But across the street, you guessed it, Squatter Wendy's <laughs> was open 100% or at least 10% because there's only other one or two people working there. And it was an amazing experience. Shout out to Squatter Wendy's. Love that Rebecca place. episode two or three. I don't remember. But <laughs> <laughs> these all get out of order now. Oh, honestly, Continue. I'm, yeah, I'm going to make t-shirts out of this place. You know, like I'm so happy to. I was like iffy on the fence with them for a while. Like This is just such a weird thing. But now it's like part of me. It's like part of my family. I, I love Squatter Wendy's. Mm. So what did you did you have a story with it? Well, no, it was like, I mean, it's always... <laughs> they were there when I needed them most. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. It was iced over. Like, everyone was closed except Squatter Wendy's because they live there. They have to stay open. The unsung heroes. <laughs> <laughs> Everything changed when the Fire Nation attacked. When the flame broiled. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, if they're actually squatting there and they live there, like, what were they supposed to do? Honestly. Like, I mean, like, they get bored. They just may as well open. Like, they have to open up, you know, like, to heat themselves up. They have to run the grills and, like, yeah. well, might as well make some money. Well, we're, me and Shaps are in Texas, but in a couple of years ago when it snowed over, we called it Snowmageddon. And I'm sure other states that were, they were probably way worse than we were. It was still pretty bad for Texans. It's worse. Um, for, I would say it's probably worse for Texans, um, unless it's another southern state, only because Texas is not used to it. Yeah. So there are no precautions. No one really knows how to drive in ice. Our vehicles aren't prepped for because the streets aren't salted. So like, it is a little worse in some areas. Right. So I remember we trekked to Whataburger mm-hmm. in hopes that like you know we we walked through the snow. We were layered up. Me and my homies and my sister. Yeah. We trekked over to Whataburger and they were locked. They were open and the drive-through was open. But I was like, I'm not getting in my car and driving through this crap. So you walk over to the yeah, and then the door was locked and then the lady did the like finger wiggle like you know, no 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 <laughs> no 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 yeah and i was like bro please like, come on we're hungry did you gotta get on the window and claw like please let us in yeah see you can't do that they're, they're, oh they're, you gosh. can't walk up to the drive-thru and be like hey can i get like please yeah have you ever have you ever tried to do that walk up to a drive-thru no i'm too i'm too much of a good boy so. yeah <laughs> i know i'm breaking rules here just talking to you <laughs> Yeah, um, no, they, they actually, I mean, they don't get mad at you from what I've experienced, but sure. like, so my dad, biological dad was a truck driver and sometimes we couldn't take that big semi through the drive-thru, so we'd walk up to it. Right. And I remember it was like five in the morning, we're at a McDonald's. Back in the day when McDonald's breakfast was limited to five in the morning to <laughs> blah, 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 you know, like super early, like right. those were the days oh, because yeah. it was like, you had to get up to go get it. But now it's like an everyday breakfast menu. Um, which, you know, I mean, that's nice and all, but I just remember the novelty of having to get up early and go get you whatever that, what's that sandwich called? The what? McGriddle. Yeah. Sorry, the McGriddles. Oh man, those McGriddles. I remember the first time I had one. I'm getting sidetracked. <laughs> Thinking about food that I'd rather be eating as opposed to this Pepsi Peeps. <laughs> but, um, we walked up to the drive through and they were like, Hey, you know, we're not supposed to do this. And then like my dad was able to talk him into it. But, I mean, they were still like, no, you know, we're not supposed to do this. You know, like the manager, even the manager wasn't there, but she was acting like, you know, the cameras are on, manager standing right over me. I can't. Have you ever, have you ever seen Catch Me If You Can? I have not. Oh, okay. Never mind then. (laughs) Awkward transition. Yeah. Well, there was like a scene where like, essentially like the same thing was happening where like, it was a father and a son and like, um, they were trying to uh, get in somewhere that was closed and they're like, no, 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 we're closed. You know, we closed one minute ago. And then, like, the father had this trick where he would, like, give the the pretty lady, like, some jewelry. And she'd be like, oh, okay. Then she'd open the door. And then, like, the son learned that. And he'd start doing that. Mm. But 
Yeah, didn't think thought there was something cool there, but no. Awkward. Yeah. No, <laughs> okay, guys, so we're going to have some special guests coming up. I'm excited, but in the meantime, we talked about what we're going to talk about today. Chefs, you want to introduce the next subject? Yes. So, Twitter. The bane cheap, of cheap. many people's existence, yet so many still use it. You know, what's weird is that everyone I know doesn't use Twitter. I mean, literally everyone. I don't know one person who uses Twitter. But if you were to actually go on Twitter, like, I don't know how long it's been since you've been on Twitter, but if you were to go on Twitter, it seems like everyone in the freaking world uses Twitter. Like, absolutely every single person you can think of. Mostly celebrities, yeah. yeah. But, like, legitimately, like, any celebrity you can think of has a Twitter and has said uh, some pretty controversial things, you know, that have led to... Uh, a series of unfortunate endeavors. Yeah, so the endeavors part of it is what I will be focusing on as the co-host because <laughs> I got some funny stories, I, I think, or at least I'll try to make them funny. Yeah. But I remember as I was growing up in college, so many times I'd catch articles about so-and-so getting on Twitter and mm -hmm. just saying something that just like gets them fired from a movie. Yeah. But uh, my question to you is, do you have a Twitter? I once had a Twitter like okay. a long time ago. Not really funny, but it's just going to sound funny with no context. Uh, I got a death threat on there from someone I knew in real life. Mm, so then, like, then like I dropped Twitter and I never touched it again. Um, well, hold on, tell me the story on that. Let's build up to that first. Oh, dude, that is that's a long story. <laughs> well, it's a long podcast. So you please ready go ahead. for this? I'm ready. Okay, I'm always ready, buddy. Oh wow, I didn't think it'd be this early for me to go into this story. Is it traumatizing? Um, not really. Right, it was fine. just uh, <laughs> it was just awkward phase in my life. Um, I could probably go into deeper detail later on, but essentially, there was a girl, oh. two guys, me being one of them, who pursued this girl. My best friend at that time, essentially, was like, "Yeah, yeah, you should totally go after her." And then, like behind my back, he actually went after her, and they started dating. That's weird. Um, yeah, it was weird. Were you middle school, high school? I was like. Transition between middle school and high school. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. That wasn't going to work anyway. <laughs> no, no, no. So, again, I was, like, at the most awkward point in my life, and I was mm. very just stupid and annoying, but still everything. It was so, like, intense, and, like, you know, tears were shed and everything. And essentially, like, I tried talking to her, and then, like, he got on Twitter and tweeted me. He was like, um, I know where you live, and I'm going to bury you if you don't stop talking to her. I was like, oh, my God. Wait, wait, so this was the friend that you're talking this about? This was the best friend, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. The quote-unquote best friend. Okay. Is but, that why you deleted Twitter? Um, probably, yeah, I didn't delete it. I just didn't do it again. And then, like, I didn't touch social media for a long time. Not because I was scared, but more like, eh, it's just a bad experience, I guess. I picked up Facebook a little you know, like a few years after that, and then Instagram eventually, but like I don't really touch either of those that much, to be honest. I made my Facebook when I was like 13 years old, so it's, I mean, I've always had it. A lot of people had to lie about their age to make an account, mm. and I'm noticing that in Facebook dating, someone will pop up as like 29, but they'll put in their bio, like, oh, yeah. you know, I'm actually 22. And I was like, how old were you when you made your Facebook? <laughs> the only thing I use Facebook now is for like birthdays, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, Even then, Facebook's been dropping the ball on that because I miss so many birthdays because they, they used to notify me, but now I'm not getting any notifications. Oh, yeah, I check ahead of time because, like, I know, I, I know, like, a few people's birthdays, you know, by heart, but just to be sure sometimes because they can get mixed up, you know. Numbers, man. Humans are obsessed with numbers. Yeah. Well, I guess that uh, answers my question. You don't actually 
you have a Twitter, you just haven't logged in in forever. Yeah, I don't even remember actually, the logging credentials. You, know, you, you may actually not even want to do this, and I can cut this out if you don't want to, but I'm actually curious. Can you still log in, and can we see that message that you had that <laughs> turned you off from it? No, no. Unfortunately, not that I would want to see it again, but... Um, I would, though. <laughs> you know what's funny? I actually ran into this dude. <laughs> this is like uh, okay, literally... Well, pro- <laughs> I, literally, like, I think, like, a month ago. <laughs> oh. Uh, and this was well, back when I was probably like, um, I don't know, 16 when this happened mm-hmm. to me. But a month ago, I ran into this guy. Um, I'm not going to dox him, but he he works at a cigar shop now. <laughs> oh. Well, now I kind of want to know because I, I, I frequent cigar shops. So I'm wondering if I know this person. <laughs> uh, I, I don't think so. But gotcha. it was just kind of funny because, like, again, I'm a totally different person. And, like, that does not bother me at all. And... Yeah, it was just kind of funny because like he was freaking lighting my cigar. I'm like, he doesn't know who I am. But... Oh, really? Okay. I was gonna say, I wonder. If, I wonder how that ended up for him. <laughs> that one girl. <laughs> I'm always curious. I'm petty, like the guy that. No, they broke takes... up. I know gotcha. they broke up. But yeah. The guy that took my ice cream back at Brahms. I'm petty, like <laughs> yes. I'm petty like that guy. Exactly. <laughs> this dude, no, this dude was like a legit psychopath, though. Yeah. But yeah, again, I was a stupid kid as well. So, who knows? Maybe I was in the wrong. I don't know, but. I'm a totally different person now, as we all are. Well, do you want to talk about any specific celebrities? or Not really, only because like the majority of them, of these tweets, are like politically based. Gotcha. So I don't have any interest there. I'm just more on the subject of time after time after time, we all hear these careers being ended because of tweets that were pulled up yesterday or 10 years ago. My question is, why do celebrities still use Twitter? Is that really like definitive when it comes to pr like is that really how you get coverage is that how you get noticed is it twitter because everyone hates twitter and more often than not it's just a platform for people to find dirt on you so why would you allow yourself to be sabotaged sometimes it looks like self-sabotage actually you kind of see what i'm getting at though like it's just it, it, it's bonkers like i cannot figure it out like i don't know if it has anything to do with like their agents that push them to do it or they have a PR person doing it, or literally, they most of the time, yeah, it is literally just them because like it's career sabotaging tweets that they, I don't know, they get drunk or they just get high or they get in a rage, like something happens and it triggers them and they have to tweet about it, and yeah. then the next day, like they're canceled. Like uh, cancel culture is bad enough, but like why would you allow yourself to be put in that position? I'm thinking about what you're saying. I don't know if it's PR people or not. Because a lot of the times, especially with this example I'm about to pull up, mm. they delete the tweet like right after. Right. So I feel like they, they log in and either they feel like they need to respond about something. Sure. But on my examples, uh, I'm going to say for the most part, except for one, mm. um, a little more personal one for me, they were talking about a movie that either they made or they were in yeah. that they had to delete because they started feeling pressure about it. Yeah, um, yeah. Actually, I, another one just popped in my head and I'm thinking about it. Um, but anyway, so this one right here, let me make sure this is the right one. Okay, yes. Everyone knows one of my favorite films of all time, Amazing Spider-Man 2. Black it was Adam. so good because, it's, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it, I love this movie so much because it forced in so many villains. It forced in so many plot threads, and it, it just wasn't cohesive. And, you know, it wasn't funny. Favorite film because it sucked. And I was I was so happy when it flopped. So, you know, if, if everyone knows me, they know I, I love it when movies flop. Yeah. Uh, especially bad ones. A, f- a few months after that, or maybe it was a year... No, it was a few months. Andrew Garfield, the guy that plays Spider-Man in that movie, mm. he decided to hop on Twitter and talk about people that hated the film 
that were dogging on it, that were like giving it like criticism. He hopped on. He didn't defend the movie. He actually kind of started agreeing with him. Yeah. So let me read this tweet to you that he that he did delete because I'm I'm assuming either his agent called him, his PR person, or whoever was the the director, the studio, whatever. Somebody called them. And was like you need to get rid of this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, because he deleted it really quick. But of course, the internet, being as great as it is, saved it before he deleted it. So he says, it's interesting. I read a lot of the reactions from people, and I had to stop because I could feel I was getting away from how I actually felt about it. For me, I read the script that Alex Kurtzman and Bob Orchie wrote, and I genuinely loved it. There was this thread running through it. I think what happened was, through the pre-production, production, and post-production, uh, when you have something that works as a whole, and then you start removing portions of it because there was even more of it than what was in the final cut, and everything was related... Once you start removing things and saying, no, that doesn't work, then the thread is broken, and it's hard to go with the flow of the story. Certain people at the studio had problems with certain parts of it, and ultimately the studio is the final say in those movies, because they're the tent poles, so you have to answer to those people. Andrew Garfield went to Twitter and, and threw Sony under the bus <laughs> and said, like, you know... Amen. The right. Yeah, the studio came in and just started ripping stuff out and yeah. shoving more stuff. Like, he, he went into it a little he bit. He said what everyone always thinks. Yes. Yes. And and he, he even acknowledges at the beginning, like, I read a lot of the reactions from people, and I had to stop because, yeah. and you know, I'm sure people were picking on him at the time, too, for his performance. His performance was fine. He was never the issue. Like, he's a good actor. And then when he came back for No Way Home <laughs> with Tom Holland, like, I was just like, man, like, that movie was so good. People were saying, like, we need to make Amazing Spider-Man 3 happen. Dude, you know? no, his, his, uh, his career actually blew up after Spider-Man, yeah, I would say. Like, he wasn't famous by Spider-Man. He, everything yeah. came after. But, yeah, like, that's crazy. Because everyone, I mean, this is a little bit of a different topic, but, like, everyone always assumes suits get involved and yeah. the studio ruins films, even yeah. though the people who are actually creating the film disagree yep. or know that this isn't going to work or has nothing to do with the source material yeah. or it's not at all going to be what fans want like that just says it right there i'm not saying this applies to every single film like right. that but big budget films like uh, it, it it's all about numbers and graphs and what do, what do you think it's always research. twitter what do you think it's always twitter that has people go to it I and get them in trouble no i genuinely yeah. don't know because like there's so many social media or yeah. platforms out facebook there facebook doesn't have this issue no it's always twitter dude yeah instagram it, doesn't have this issue <laughs> it just kind of proves the point that says that twitter is the cesspool yeah. of social media exactly like, but everyone uses it yeah I don't get it. Like, it's not that it's untrackable. It's very trackable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. That's I mean, generally, I, uh, like, I don't have the answer. Yeah, so I, I have a Twitter. I don't use it anymore, really. Actually, I started the Twitter when Andrew Garfield made this post because I wanted <laughs> to see it. But uh, what I what ended up realizing is why I quit using it. I'm not on Twitter enough to catch these reactions as they're happening. So, by the time I get to the article, it's like, oh, hey, so-and-so tweeted this. By the time I get there to look, it's gone. So I yeah. just I don't use Twitter. I was kind of using Twitter to look at a game developer who was working on a game, and I wanted to see his progress on it. Um, every now and then, I'll hop on to look at a Cryptos page and see how they're doing on it. I kind of quit doing that because their sure. page got suspended. I don't know why, <laughs> but I still got my money in there, so I'm hoping it. Uh, I wake up one day a five billionaire. So Hi. we'll see. Yeah, we'll see what happens. All right. Everyone gets a house. Anyone listening, the, the early subscribers, if I if I become a billionaire overnight, mm -hmm. we're all mm -hmm. getting a house together. Okay. Oh, right. I'm sorry. Everyone gets their own house. Yeah. <laughs> together. <laughs> my bad. Let me you, not be cheap here. Oh my gosh, you become like a gaming house. Like, yeah. All right. <laughs> a gaming compound. <laughs> <laughs> Those are real. <laughs> anyway, 
Um, so that that's my first example was like he just hopped on Twitter and like you said he he actually salvaged his career because uh, I mean I don't know there's probably no one because like reason because Amazing Spider Man two got you know that that whole franchise died got canceled Marvel yeah. got the character back in a sense so that was done. He bounced back because he he had Hacksaw Ridge like Hacksaw right, Ridge is what yeah. put him on the map surprisingly. Yeah. He had that right after this movie. So like no, uh, Amazing Spider-Man two I think put him on the map. But like if you're talking about like oh no, I'm talking about his like career. Yeah, uh, his comeback like yeah. put him on the map as far as his comeback because like people yeah. stopped probably stopped taking him seriously after Spider-Man. Right. But the Hacksaw Ridge came out. I was like, oh wow, not only does like he not only can he act really really well, but he also doesn't need. A crutch of like a big studio to hold him up you know like sony or disney for instance like he can hold his own which is really really cool yeah does this uh does this tweet actually add to your conversation at all about what you were trying to talk about with twitter a little bit yeah. i'm really just trying to figure out why is it twitter like okay like it could have been facebook been fine you know like that would have been whatever but it has to be twitter for some reason yeah it's always twitter and i do not get it i do not understand it my question is should we just cancel twitter altogether should we just delete it <laughs> because what are we all by you know historically there wouldn't be any more controversy you know or at least like a lot less of controversy if twitter was gone what are your thoughts caleb well i don't i'm with you i'm i don't understand why it's tw- it's always Twitter that keeps doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, I I mean, yeah, you could delete it, but you got people like Elon Musk just bought it, and it's just like, what's he supposed to do now? You I, know? I don't know. Like, I thought he was straight up going to just like destroy Twitter as soon as he bought it. Honestly, yeah. But he's like trying to. I don't. I mean, like, he seems like someone who knows what he's doing most of the time. When people don't uh, actually respect him. Or they don't have any faith yeah. in him. Yeah. But at the same time, like, what is he trying to salvage? Like, he knows it's yeah. as toxic as people says. Like, he's tweeted about it literally. I guess I got my main point that I want to, you know, when we get to closing this discussion out, I got my main point I want to get to uh-huh. where I'll be like, okay, here's my conclusion based on what we're reading. Sure. So my next example is, if y'all don't know, a long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, 2015, um, we had a movie called Fantastic Four that, uh, again, came out in 2015, directed by a man named Josh Trank, who single-handedly destroyed his career with this. And mm-hmm. he, he's had trouble bouncing back ever since. Yeah. And it was so dumb. He could have just taken the hit. So many people can take a hit for a movie getting messed around with by a studio. Yeah. Uh, what's the guy that made Alien 3? And then he went on to make House of Cards. Oh, um... He made Gone Girl. I know who you're talking yeah. about. David David Fincher or Finch? I think it was Finch. David Finch. I think it's actually Fincher. Anyway. All right. Uh, yeah, so he so Josh Trank made this movie called Fantastic Four. Now, he, he styled it weird in the movie title. He put, like, Fant... Instead of A for a tastic, he put Fant Four Stick. So people were joking, like, it's Fant Four Stick. Right. So the movie comes out, it gets like a nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Like that's low. Like yeah, this movie yeah, yeah. sucked, and like you know, it wasn't even. It, it was really bad. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. It was, right. it was. I pirated the movie with my buddy, and he still felt like he wanted his money back. Like it was, <laughs> it was that bad. They need to pay us for watching. Yeah, it. yeah. That, that movie sucked. And I, I watched it in theaters because I, I wanted to be a good boy mm-hmm. and give give money to something that I watched. You know, right, right, um, yeah. yeah. But after uh, uh, when I had to rewatch it again with my buddy, I was like, I'm not paying a second time. No, sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Josh Trank 
uh, the director, he tweeted right after the movie came out, like uh, the day of or the day after, he says, a year ago I had a fantastic version of this and it would have received great reviews. You'll probably never see it. That's reality though. Yeah. That's it. And then not only did he delete that tweet, he dele- he just he deleted his whole account because he's like, oh shoot! But of course, the internet mm-hmm. saved the saved the day, and was like, you know, screenshot. <laughs> and so, yeah, uh, and that movie flopped. And of course, I, I I believe him. His movie got messed with for sure. Yeah. But at the same time, there was also like behind the scenes drama of him getting drunk and showing up and trashing the set and that kind of stuff. So he was kind of a jerk at the time. Yeah, I mean, like take responsibility, man. Yeah. But I mean, I'm I'm sure the movie was probably way better before the studio messed with it. Because I'm also told he got locked out of the editing room and they were cutting stuff out without his permission. So like, it, you know, there was a whole thing there. But he got on Twitter and then like mm. he it just killed his career because he the the last movie he made came out like four years ago. Yeah, and that was after like a four or five year hiatus, trying to get a movie made and trying to be a director again. So yeah. he he shot his career mm-hmm. in the foot. No, I mean, headshot. Like, he he full-on just ended it. Right. And, yeah, I mean, again, on Twitter, he just po- he posted something that he shouldn't have. He overreached. He overstepped his bounds, threw, tried to throw people under the bus mm-hmm. um, instead of just, you know, chilling out. Whenever I'm mad about something, I always make sure, like, uh, my first breakup, I was never going to get on Facebook and post about it mm-hmm. but I, I made sure to like i had to disable it for a bit just to get my mind clear because sure. i did you know i see people all the time posting all these really crazy like rants either political or they're trashing somebody i never wanted to put myself in that position where i posted something that somebody would screenshot and use against me later or mm-hmm. just have something on the record of like man he's unstable like yeah, I, I never yeah. wanted that and people that's how people use twitter right um here's this could also just be another discussion for another time but a lot of people that get on to social media and complain, they're actually not like that in real life. Like, they, Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, like they're, they're a different person. It's legitimately like, okay, so I kind of use the same argument when it comes to like road rage or, funny enough, gamer rage. You're never, more often than not, you're never going to talk to someone the same way in person than you would if they were in a different car yeah. or if they're on a computer, you know, that you can't see. It's that, um, I don't want to call it primal, I don't really know what to call it, but it's almost like you're putting yourself in a position where you're the only human, mm-hmm. you know, and you're dehumanizing everyone else around yeah. you, but you can't see them, right? That's how Twitter is, that's how Facebook is, you know, and that's the thing, that's the saddest thing is that it actually ends friendships or creates, you know, drama where there really shouldn't have been. If it all happened in person, more often than not, it wouldn't have ever been a problem. Yeah, I'm with you. Like, And, like, getting on to social media and posting about it never helps the situation. No. It, it just makes the person who does it look dumber. Yeah. But when I'm saying, like, people, people are so different on social media than they are in real life. I have people that get on social media all the time and they'll post something political. I'm not... I, I don't lean right or left. I really don't. But the most annoying people... On both sides, like either Republican or Democrat, like they'll get onto Facebook and they'll post these long stuff that I roll my eyes when I read. And I was like, man, I can't, I don't agree with anything you're saying. Both sides, but I get on there and I look, and it's like, uh, you know, man, I this person sounds very irritable. I don't want to talk to them. But then, like when I mean when I see them in person, they're not like that in real life. They're they're chill. They're fun to talk to. Yeah. So I think social media also puts on a really bad look on mm. people. Like me, I just post memes. 
sometimes I'll, if I ha- if I have a good joke that I came up with, I'll post it on there. When I was younger, I used to steal jokes and put them on Facebook. Right. But uh, and I'm talking like 17, 18 years old, younger. Yeah. But now as an adult, it's like if I have something funny to say, I'll put it on there. But it's not. I'm never. I'm almost never picking on someone. And if I do pick on someone, it's like a, it's where I make it to where no one's gonna get hurt or offended because it's a joke. You know, and I'm just trying to make it. I'm just trying to make a joke. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I never go on rants. I never try to post about like you know, any, anything that. I guess I guess the lack of a better term is like above my pay grade stuff. I can't control like me complaining about it on Facebook, Twitter, whatever. It's not going to change anything. Mm-hmm. It doesn't help anyone. It just pisses people off. You know, again, I'm not. I'm not going to say this till the end of the discussion. But I, I will say, don't get on. I mean, just quit, quit ranting on social media. It's like it's really dumb. Like, well, just don't do it. Maybe you know? therein lies some sort of answer. What we've been seeking, celebrities may well, Twitter, so, for, uh, social media platforms like Twitter, Facebook, whatever. They sort of provide a false sense of security to the user, and celebrities maybe they get some sort of superiority complex and feel like they're untouchable or like their opinion matters more than others not saying this is for every celebrity but like almost as if there will be no repercussions for ranting and that's sort of their escape is to rant into the public like and they know it's going to get a lot of coverage whatever they say anyone with that amount of power is going to misuse it eventually so Mm. maybe it lies in there but i don't know why twitter specifically (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I'm trying to find... I don't know if I'm going to find it in time. That way there's not a long, awkward mm. pause. But Mark Hamill hopped on. And he, he didn't even... He wasn't even ranting. It was right after Carrie Fisher died. Yeah. Last Jedi came out. And, of course, Luke, uh, Mark Hamill, the guy plays Luke Skywalker, definitely is not happy with how Last Jedi handled it. Right. But he's never been crazy, like, you know, gone on a rant about it. Just in interviews, he's brought it up. Like, yeah, I disagreed with the director, but we tried to, you know, we, we talked it through. We tried to make it work. Well, he posted a Twitter, I mean, a picture on Twitter. Yeah. I believe it was Twitter. Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure it was Twitter because everyone gets in trouble on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Nothing else. Nope. He posted a picture that was like fan made Photoshop black and white of all the characters, like Leia, him, and Harrison Ford on a ship, like mm. looking out over space. He's like, man, it sucks. I will never get to see this now. Yeah, and like he was just saying, like you know, he's just saying, I miss Carrie Fisher. We'll never get this uh, opportunity again. Right. Blah blah blah. Well, I mean, I don't know who at Disney was got got mad at him for thinking he was just bashing the Last Jedi, you know, and so he had to delete that picture, and then he was told to start talking positively about the film, all that kind of stuff, and and and. You know, I don't know. I honestly don't know where we're going to go with this discussion. If it's going to go with cancer culture, mm. if it's just going to be a stay off Twitter PSA. I don't know, but I just know like things get just misconstrued all the time. And when you when you're a celebrity, when you have celebrity status, anything you say on Twitter can be twisted, used against you. People yeah. put so much weight on what you what you have to say as a person. Mm. You know, almost for I won't say no reason, but unfairly so. No, sure. You know, people like. Um, actors, singers, whatever, like that. Now they're put in a position where anything they say can have consequences. Sure. You know, even if they're just posting, like, hey, here's how great I'm doing, you'll have people that are like, man, I just want to strive to copy this person. I want to try to live this way. And they, they can get unhealthy and make bad cho- choices to pursue a lifestyle that they'll see on social media. My message to those who will not hear it every celebrity, just stay off Twitter. If you have even like a, at least, at the very least, you know, like a small following of a few hundred, like just stay off Twitter. Like it's a career ender and it only like it only creates grief and trauma and hurt, you know, like I don't see any like positive fruits from Twitter. I see it from Facebook and Instagram sometimes, but like 
Twitter, unless, you know, someone can give me a really, really good example, at least a big handful of them. Yeah, I really don't see its value. Yeah, uh, Twitter, I'm, I'm with you. I don't know. Is Twitter just made for, like, here's my opinion on this, you know, because, mm-hmm. like, if you just want to post pictures, like, Instagram's better for pictures. Facebook's better for pictures. For stories, too. Yeah, like stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, hanging out with your friends, meeting with people. Like, yeah. that's done better on... That's done better on Facebook, you know, for keeping track of your social mm-hmm. circles. Like, what what is Twitter's goal? What, I've never really used it. So, what's it for? Can you put that better for me? <laughs> Why do well, people use it at so, all? As someone who, again, doesn't use it as well, that's the whole point I'm getting. I've never been given an answer myself. Yeah. It seems like that's all it is. It's just a kind of a... Uh, a gateway to like this echo chamber slash uh, community of just negative bashing and uh, tearing down, you know, and just uh, thrashing. And also it has like a huge um, market for like weird people on the internet. When I say weird, I mean like criminally weird. Like just is literally like the worst thing on the internet right now. You know, when it comes to like public access, I would say. In my opinion, I really don't see any positive value in Twitter. Correct me if I'm wrong. No, I'm, I'm with you. Like, I, I don't know what it's for. Mm-hmm. I really don't. Because, like, the, so, the social media aspect of it where, again, Facebook is for keeping up with your friends, for posting pictures. Instagram does the same thing. Yeah. I don't know what Twitter's for. Nope. I do not understand it. You want to go on a rant? You can do it on Facebook, too. But what yeah. the heck is up with Twitter? Why is know. Twitter a thing? I don't get it. Um, so here's another story. Okay. <laughs> I love this story so much. Do you remember the NASA person? The, the intern, the kid that got an internship at NASA. Uh, I believe and, so. And they posted about it. And then, they, like, the, on Twitter, they posted, mm. like... They, yes, I remember this. Yes, <laughs> they were very inappropriate with it, and they got in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so let's see here. Uh, I'm pulling up an article by Newsweek. It's titled... Um, hold on. NASA intern loses gig after profanity-laden Twitter spat with Space Council's Homer Hickam. <laughs> so let me let me. This is probably going to be a little bit out of order. I do apologize, but I'm mm. trying to read it. Okay, so this kid. Let's see. Uh, I guess uh, the person's name is Naomi. Naomi H. Yeah, the user identified as Naomi H. Wrote. Everyone shut the f up. I got excited. I got accepted for a NASA internship in all caps. <laughs> now that this article blocked out the f word, but I'm assuming it wasn't blocked out on Twitter. Sure. <laughs> so Naomi, her tweet immediately attracted the attention of someone who. Actually, I'm just gonna put it. so, so a, per, a person named Homer Hickam mm-hmm. wrote language. You know, like hey, like watch your language. But right. all, all he typed was simply language. Language, right? yeah. Okay. Well, then Naomi saw that. And uh, was like, you know, I'm I'm gonna do my best here. It's like, you know, suck my blank and blank. I'm working for NASA, you know. So Homer Hickam's like, hey, watch your language. And this person doubled down and actually used two profanity laden words. (laughs) I was like, "Uh, no, bro, like suck it, you know. And then so then Homer Hickam replied back, and I'm on the National Space Council that oversees NASA. (laughs) (laughs) That is a freaking some, uh, that is like one of those like uh, Canadian border, like ocean submarine stories. Oh my gosh, that's in Lighthouse. That's what it was. Yeah. That's incredible. So guess who, guess who lost their internship? Uh, Was it the high councilman (laughs) of NASA? Homer Hickam got fired. No, I was kidding. (laughs) Okay, so Dude. so uh, Naomi lost her internship, and here here's the thing. So Homer Hickam, I'll, I'll get to this part because Homer Hickam put out a blog post talking mm. about what actually happened. 
but Homer Hickam didn't get Naomi in trouble. Like he wasn't, he didn't report her and try to get her fired. Sure, Not, yeah, that, yeah. that didn't happen. What happened was everyone on Twitter was tweeting at Homer Hickam like, "Screw you, bro!" Like you know, they can be excited if they want, right. and that. That little thread got so much traction that somebody else at NASA saw that and was like, oh, shoot, they talked bad to Homer Hickam. You know, well, okay, you're fired. Like, wow. you, you lose your internship. So Twitter, toxic Twitter users got Naomi fired. It wasn't Homer Hickam. And, of course, you know, Naomi shouldn't have gone on there and started just, you know, going crazy. She had a chance to back off, actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, they could have handled it any better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You know, Naomi could have just been like, Oh, sorry. You know, I'm so yeah, excited. Yeah, I'm just I, excited. Yeah, I'm you just know, excited. Yeah, I'm, yeah. you know, and oh my gosh, bro! Like Twitter got it, me in trouble. Legitimate, <laughs> legitimately is, and uh, yeah, stories like that all the time of people breaking NDAs. You know, yeah. for no good reason. Who cares if you have good followership on Twitter or Twitters or whatever they call you know their follower account? I don't know what they call, but yeah, man. Uh, Stay off. Just yep. don't contribute to the fire. Yeah. So let me let me read this. So Homer Hickam went on a blog and he tried to explain so he puts on recently it was called to my attention on twitter that someone was being hired by nasa and they were using the f word in a tweet about it (laughs) okay i'm a vietnam vet and not at all offended by the f word he said however when i saw nasa and the word used together it occurred to me that this young person might get in trouble if nasa saw it so i tweeted to her one word language language and intended to leave it at that so homer hickam wasn't even gonna no sure yeah seems like a cool guy (laughs) hickam said that a barrage of abuse from naomi's friends put that in quotes friends followed prompting him to delete his comments and block all concerned so homer hickam backed off was like i'm just gonna leave this alone right okay he later learned that naomi had lost her her offer for an internship with nasa this I had nothing to do with, nor could I have, since I do not hire and fire at the agency or have any say on employment whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So he's saying, like, I, I didn't, it wasn't me, you know. Right. And then uh, he said, he explained it was due to the hashtag NASA hashtag that Naomi's friends used that called the agency's attention to it. So it was her friends going there, you know, hashtag NASA, screw you, Homer Hickam, like, raining on our parade. Yeah. That's what attracted NASA to get to like start looking at it. The barrage of like, hey, someone's using our hashtag NASA a lot. Let's look at this, and they saw it. Yeah, and then like before you know it, you're working at McDonald's for you know the next ten years. Like literally, just oh my gosh, such potential completely killed because of you know just like naive you know youth. Uh, it's probably chalked up to, but also just the horde of Twitter. You know, for yeah. what it is, like legitimately, if it was just her and her friends, you know, like that would have been one thing. But then, like, it had to become super public on the internet. And now it's there forever. Yeah. Forever exactly. she's going to be known yeah, as we're talking person. about it now, like, like yeah. 10 years later. You mm-hmm. know, it's, right. it's, it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I've always understood that. Okay, so there was only one time whenever I posted something on Facebook that was like, bro, you shouldn't have said that. But yeah. it, wasn't, it wasn't anything crazy. I didn't go on any rant. I just posted, like, I had a bad day today. Like, mm-hmm. that was just intention-seeking, like, yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. Blah, I was... And I talked to, um, my dad talked to me after. He's like, bro, you're not, you know, you don't have to put that on social media. You know, sure. I mean, that, that one talk sent me straight. Nobody teaches their kids that <laughs> anymore. No, I've actually learned that just by watching. Like, yeah. honestly, like, yeah. gosh, it, why do you have to tell me about every little part of your day? Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a deeper, like, social media conversation, but more of, like, is nothing sacred anymore? Like, I see some right. people who, like, post pictures of their kids every single day, and they're not even aware of it half the time. Is that is that to just kind of show off, or is it to get attention for yourself, for your kids, maybe? Mm-hmm. 
Or is there something deeper going on? You know, a lot of a lot of children are abused right now. You know, for instance, like YouTubers. You know, for instance, they're used for clout. They're used for attention. Yeah. Parents will just force them to do things that they don't want to do. And I feel the same thing could happen on Facebook. Has happened on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or whatever. And then, like, even to away from kids, you know, just like there are some people who are sad and don't have a whole lot of people to talk to and kind of resort to these social media platforms as their friends, as if they're in real life. You know, stuff we learn as we're kids. You know, like treat the people you know you know in real life you know as your actual friends you know and like value them mm. over someone you meet on the internet like i value that let me speak into this a bit so actually what might influence people to keep doing it i don't know how twitter got popular mm. but i will say that i think the reason people start posting these long rants or whatever just giving their opinion yeah. you actually get a small just a tiny little dopamine hit when people like your stuff. When people oh, 100%. Are seeing your stuff. Yeah, 100%. Uh, my buddy was speaking into this not too long ago. I don't have him here. He would be the expert. Mm. But if I if I was famous and people actually started weighing what I thought, like seriously, well, nobody does, thank God, because I would get a big head. <laughs> but if they did, I would, I'd be posting stuff too, I guess, because no. I want people to listen. Hey, hey dude, yeah. it's happened to me before. Like, I yeah. can get like 10 likes and I'm like, oh my gosh, you yeah, know, that, right? that was great. Yeah. Um, but then like, I don't also want to feed into it. Mm-hmm. You know, because like it feels good in the moment, but in the back of my head, I know like I don't I don't want to keep doing this. I don't want to keep up a facade. I don't want to keep doing this, you know, every day. I don't want this to be me. And if you let it, it takes over you, you know, like almost like a full time job. And uh, you typically don't receive any benefits from it. So yeah. why do it? Yeah. So let me let me con- excuse me. Let me conclude this story real quick. After talking to her. And- oh, whoops. Let me go back up. So uh, Hickam said Naomi reached out to him with an unnecessary apology, which I hardly accepted, and returned with my own. After talking to her and looking at her resume, I'm certain she deserves a position in the aerospace industry. I'm doing all that I can to secure her one that will be better than what she lost. Um, And what I heard, though... Oh, well, it says here at the bottom. NASA has not responded to a request for comment from Newsweek, as they shouldn't. (laughs) They they know better than to respond to Twitter. But um, anyway... Yeah, that was a, that's a crazy one, dude. That's a good story of just like a guy who knows how the world works and understands yeah. the youth um, and understands like just change, um, kind of looking past his own ego, which I really applaud, you know, and mm-hmm. saying like, no, no, like I get it. It was a stupid thing that happened and she's more than deserving of it. After he had, you know, no reason to do anything nice for her, stick his neck out for us, which was really cool, you know? Yeah. I don't think that person ever got their internship. Probably back. not. But they, they, I'm assuming Naomi learned her lesson at this point. Absolutely. And, hey, because of that, some other people might have learned their lesson, you know? Yeah. So, a little, I mean, little silver lining there. It just reinforced what I already knew. Stay off of Twitter and quit. <laughs> twi- just don't just don't use Twitter. Just How about that? don't tweet. Just don't tweet. You know? I hope. I was hoping Elon Musk would put some fixes on stuff. But he might in like a, yeah, a couple weeks. I just don't know what his plan is. Yeah. So here's a story that's a little bit more personal to me. This was when Black Lives Matter was actually starting to gain some traction. Yeah. And then people started identifying all over the U.S. But the, way before that, this is article comes from 2015. Hmm. This girl went to the same college that I attended, same Houston State University. I don't know what she was studying. I'm assuming it was probably, um, it was probably criminal justice like me. Yeah. But anyway, uh, I never met her. But she went to the same school as me. And she tweeted, so... During the Black Lives Matter stuff, uh, this one cop, Deputy Darren Goforth, he worked for Harris County, so yeah. he, was a, he was a police officer. He was in uniform, he stopped at a gas station, and he was getting gas. 
when some guy just i mean i, I don't even think it was a hate attack i think this guy just had mental issues if, sure. if i remember reading it he just walked up to the cop and shot him in the head like didn't mm. ask him anything I, I, he walked up on the cop and the, i don't remember if the cop was like hey what's going on buddy and then sure. the guy just shot him well anyway uh, it was tragic and you know i don't want to see anybody die even if you know I know there's a lot of hate on policemen right now, but ultimately we don't want anyone to die. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. But it, it was sad. So <laughs> this girl that, uh, her name's Monica Foy, it's highly publicized, so I'm not defaming anybody. This was like an actual thing that happened. Sure. Um, let me see if I can find it. She tweeted. Okay, so this came out, I want to say September 1st, 2015, early in the morning. This girl that went to the same college as me, never met her, but she posted on social media, I can't believe so many people care about a dead cop and no one has thought to ask what he did to deserve it. He had creepy perv eyes. She didn't put hashtag Black Lives Matter, but I'm told I'm told she was trying to make like some kind of statement. I don't know. Well, she said creepy perv eyes, yeah. so maybe never, yeah. another joke. Oh, she put know. dot, dot, dot at the end. Like oh. I don't know what she was trying to allude to. Anyway, so distasteful. It was horrible. Like Why would you say that? But the, the article I'm on now, it's it's trying to defend her. So let me see. I can find it. It's right here. Monica Foy, the victim of a terrifying right-wing internet shaming, <laughs> speaks out. Uh, ridiculous. Anyway, so her, her tweet was so distasteful. Mm-hmm. So not only she got so much hate on Twitter, right. she deleted it. I don't believe she re- reinstated it or anything like that. Um, she deleted the tweet, obviously, because like she, she tweeted it super early in the morning at, at like 6.35. And then if, I'm, if I remember correctly, she went to sleep thinking nothing of it because she only had like 20 twitter followers like not, right, you know, yeah, nothing yeah. well then she wakes up to the whole school and people who aren't involved with the school people started writing news articles she wakes up to like this big barrage of hate right and then so she, she just deletes it you know and then uh law enforcement people uh, montgomery county they ran a search on her found out that she, that yeah, yeah like literally you're opening yourself up for investigation oh yeah well they, they opened up the, her file and she had like an arrest warrant out for some kind of a, oh, assault geez. some kind of assault charge i don't know it was probably a lower level charge sure well they were like okay well we're just gonna arrest you like they, they just every like, <laughs> like bad possible yeah, thing that could happen yeah now they, they did everything legally from what i'm told like she had a warrant out but it, they yeah. weren't like actively looking for no, her sure, until sure, she sure, tweeted sure, sure. that. <laughs> it's like it's bad luck after that. Yeah, point, yeah. But. So it was just like ridiculous. <laughs> and then so I mean, so this article here that I told you. Oh well, of course they have the tweet now. No, now it's here after the fact. But anyway, um, the, this article does acknowledge like this wasn't appropriate. Uh, the context wasn't there, mm-hmm. and, it, and it was offensive. It was insensitive. So that they acknowledge that, but. To her, it was an observation she was making privately. She had maybe 20 Twitter followers at the time, and half of those were her family. So she wrote that thinking, like, no one's going to see it. Okay, I'll make the argument right there. As soon as it hits the internet, it's not private anymore. Yeah, right. Like, you're setting yourself up for that, and you should accept any consequences come from that. It is not private if it's on the internet. That... yeah. That being said, I understand what they're trying to say. If it was right. just to these specifically people or specific people, it's yeah. still a horrible thing to say. But it's different if it's just to like a small group of people. Yeah, um, but that's only, not what it was. I was only twenty at the time when this came mm-hmm. out, and I think she was like twenty three, twenty four. Yeah, when you're that young, and I'll attest to this, I was also stupid when I was young. She sure. just she just wasn't thinking. No, yeah. Um, she says it was just a joke. She thought it was inoffensive. She didn't think anybody would see it. All that kind of stuff. Uh, not justification. We, we sometimes we got to learn the hard way. Yeah. But again, just like bro, you should if 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 you feel like you want to work somewhere where you need professionalism, 
you got to stay off Twitter. You got to yeah. stay off social media for the most part. Like if Honestly. you're if you're gonna post, like post you having fun with your family. Mm-hmm. Um, post you, you know. I would say post a joke, but that's what you tried to do. Like, but like no, just be pot. I think. Yeah. I mean, if you have to use it, stay yeah. positive. Like, don't use this as a way for you to get back at someone mm-hmm. or to push your own agenda or yeah. to revent. Yeah. Worst possible thing you could do. Yes, because I, I promise you that the person you're trying to per- portray on social media, <laughs> that's not who you are. Right. That any of the most right wing people I know, left leaning people I know, whatever, whatever you are, I don't care. Yeah. I hate both of you, but. <laughs> Um, when you meet them in real life, they're not like they try to post on media where they think they're this big warrior for justice on either side or, or they think they're smarter than the other side. Right. But then when you meet them in person, they're either dumb as a bag of rocks or they're, <laughs> they're really cool to talk to or, or uh, you know, I can have a good conversation with them. I can have fun with them. But that person I saw on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, not the person I typically meet in real life. So... Your, anyone's social media rants, I would just say they're a waste of time because you're, you're putting yourself as someone that you're not. Mm-hmm. You're also, most of the time, you're talking about something you have no idea what you're talking about. It right. just kind of makes you look dumb or uneducated, whatever. Just just don't do it because, you, you know, it's it's fake. It's all fake. It's right. all smoke and mirrors. Any any Instagram likes you have, like, those aren't real. Those aren't real. No, you know? sure. It's just like you're almost tracing, you're, you're almost chasing little dopamine trail. You know, mm-hmm. to get attention and whatnot. In that in that case, it really is. I mean, people have said it before. I don't take credit for it, but yeah, it generally is like a drug. Like yeah, for real. Right. So I, I'm with you. Like we definitely had a lot to talk about here, but mm-hmm. um, most of the stuff I had was people like okay. So with the Andrew Garfield thing, I don't know. I think he could have just not said anything. I don't know what he was thinking when he posted that. But like the other ones, I was like, they they were obviously in their feelings. I admire him trying to reach yeah. to speak up about something that he generally had a problem with. Yeah. It sounds like an issue that happens a lot, yeah. but I don't know. Some reason, I feel like if it wasn't on Twitter, it would have gone better. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think he would have done better on Facebook or Instagram. Maybe, it but been it had to it have been, been on Twitter way. for some reason. Yeah. yeah. I'm with you, though. Twitter's the one that gets people in trouble. Like, yeah. James Gunn got in trouble and fired for stuff that he said a long time ago. Kevin Hart got in trouble for tweets from 10 years ago. Or now, I mean, longer ago now, 14 years ago. Um, you know, just don't post anything you would actually kind of regret later on. Yeah. Leave that alone. Moving on. That's the that's my case in point. Let's move on to what I really wanted to talk about today. Because I hate Twitter. I don't want to talk about it. Honestly, let's do something more positive. <laughs> like how much we love Pepsi. How much more positive, though, is this really, if I'm being honest with you? Yeah, it's kind of like pouring gasoline yeah. on a fire. So, literally. <laughs> so... Last time we talked about Starry, another Pepsi product, the relaunch of Sierra Mist. The first thing we did was talk about the can. So we're now we're looking at Pepsi Peeps. This is a very yellow can. Happy Easter, everyone. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pleasing to the eye, yeah. honestly. Yeah, it's better than the horrible sick green we had to look at last time, I will Why say. Why is it always toxic waste colors? I know. <laughs> it's like a muted... <laughs> yeah. So um, the can is completely yellow except for the Pepsi logo. And then on the bottom right, they outlined a peep, like the marshmallow peep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, let me clarify what kind of peeps we're talking about. We're talking about the 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 delicious marshmallow peeps. Do you like those chaps? I actually do like those. Yeah, they're they're okay. I mean, they're, I can't eat more than like two. First, yeah, I'm not, I mean, they're yeah, huge. I'm not a huge sweets guy, but yeah. I'll eat I'll eat one or two. Do you two. like anything? <laughs> I ever said okay. That's <laughs> different conversation. I love. I love I Short love, answered no. I love so much Caleb. Long answer. We'll have to come back for. <laughs> we can go. We can go a whole episode on things I love. How about that? Mm. So there's the peeps, the marshmallows, like the birds, but then there's like the marshmallow bunny too, like the, the little 
little design. It is cute to look at. It is kind of cute. And I'm only looking, it's 100 calories per can. And 20 gra- 26 grams of sugar. Yeah, that's actually not as bad as you'd think. But... Yeah, you know what's sick? Like, so those Starbucks drinks that they sell, like at Walmart or Target or whatever, those are like 50, 50 something grams of sugar, like per mm-hmm. bottle. And people like chug that stuff. I don't understand how people are alive. (laughs) (laughs) How do you live, sir? (laughs) That's what I want to know. This is about, for reference, this is about as much sugar as you'd be drinking in one day. Like, (laughs) well, I I will note. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) No, I I will note we're using the smaller can, so it could just be 100 calories due to the fact that like the can is only seven and a half ounces. So if we used a full can, by God, yeah, I couldn't find any full cans. That was the thing. I was looking. I I went to like three different stores. These were. These are popular, I'm told. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of want to know like what the big hubbub is. So let's see. We're here to help. There's, there's no nice description. You remember when we read Rob's backstage? Popcorn? I'm never gonna forget. He serenaded story. me with his words. <laughs> I was like on board. I, I go back and listen to that popcorn bit so much. So much fun. I think that's the funniest we've ever been. <laughs> but I will say like that Rob's backstage popcorn. Like he owned it. He's like oh, I yeah. talked to Kelly Clarkson. My son like. You know, walked by the Jonas Brothers. That's one the time. that's what you should do. Not Twitter. Yeah. You should literally go into your backstory, but like provide something while you're at yeah, it. You know exactly. Yeah. Use your gifts. Yeah. Do you think Andrew Garfield would get in trouble if he was pushing his own line of popcorn? I don't think so. He's like, <laughs> of yeah, course not. Try this new Spider-Man see popcorn. His, I can see his head on a popcorn bag right that's now. That's what I'm saying. With his he's beautiful like, smile. He's like pushing his popcorn. Like this is really good. Also, Spider-Man Two sucked. <laughs> Bye, guys. Like he wouldn't have gotten in trouble for that. Honestly, yeah, I would have loved him. Oh yeah. All right, chefs. We put it off long enough. How do you feel? Are we gonna are we gonna try this? Can we talk about something else, please? <laughs> no, we only got five minutes. Left. All right. All right, let's try. Ready? Three, two, one. Oh, that was so clean. Nice. I love it when it sprays me with mist every time I open it. All right. So before you take a sip, how do you think the smell is? This smells great. This smells like um, what's that candy? Um, Peeps. No. <laughs> idiot <laughs> um that oh, it's a fruity candy um starburst there's a lot i would say there's a lot of ums here i gotta cut out like now. starburst <laughs> like star it smells like starburst really a little bit yeah to me it just smells I, i'm i might be a contrarian again but it just, to me it just smells like pepsi i'm sure the flavor is stronger really than i, I sense like a or i have a really strong sense of smell yeah, i sense like I a lot don't. of fruity uh smells actually hmm. really interesting okay i'm down all right let's do it ready Caps. Mm-hmm. I think this is delicious. You might. I know you don't like soda. It makes me want to like soda. Yeah, this is actually ca- pretty good. Cast that aside. Oh my gosh. Cast aside that aftertaste, dude. <laughs> yeah, it builds. Like cast aside your hatred for soda. Look aside, dude. Uh, that's exactly oh, what it t- dude. Tastes- I still taste the aftertaste. I only no, took that one sip. And it still literally is like a wave. It goes. Yeah, listeners, this might be the first thing where I was like, you know. I try it and it's fine, dude. This is delicious. No, it tastes like liquid Starburst. I was like, I was exactly right about that. Ugh. But I don't taste Starburst, but I taste the marshmallow. Okay, you know, interesting. I taste the peeps, like, dude. I have mm. to go to the bathroom now. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, <laughs> cut, no, uh, dude. This is good. I'm, I'm going back, for, Pepsi. Yeah, it only took you a hundred tries. <laughs> I'm going back for another sip. Hold on, <laughs> say something, chefs. We need to keep this going. All right, well. I have to say, as someone who really doesn't do soda, I, it makes me want to go back to my childhood and experience this all over again. Yes. Uh, this Pepsi's touching my soul. Honestly, man. This feels good. <laughs> I, that That's shocking, genuinely. Yeah. 
Wow. I'm digging it. I wish the cans were bigger, if I'm being honest with you. I don't, but really? that's good. I wish they were cold. So I purposely uh, said, let's not um, ice these cans. These are like warm cans. Uh, if it was cold, I wonder if it would be better or worse or the same. Um, well, I'm willing to come back later, not on the show, on my own time. You can take it home. Again, it's still a little too sweet for me. Um, but I still actually really enjoy the, the flavor. Is delicious. The flavor is amazing. Yeah, I, but I mean, I, you, you're, not, you're not a soda guy, so I, I see that. Sure, yeah. But I, I wish mean, they could just incorporate the flavor in so many things. That's so amazing. I can't explain yeah. it to you. Have to try it. That's yeah, like, find you your, have to find a can, it. find a box, whatever. Like, give it a try. If even if you don't like soda, just give it a taste and see what you think. One hundred percent. And then get past the can on to someone else. This is actually quite phenomenal. Yeah, like literally, if the Last Supper. Had this there. I don't think Judas would have betrayed Judas Jesus. Judas wouldn't have betrayed Jesus. He'd yeah. be like, Jesus, is this what? Yeah. Is this what life tastes is like? This what, is this everlasting life you've been promising <laughs> us? <laughs> drink for me. he will never drink again. Yeah. No, like Jesus is sitting there at the Last Supper and he's like, one of you will betray me. And Judas is like, it's me. Uh, no, not oh, anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> Prophecy broken. <laughs> Father, I have sinned. <laughs> I know, son. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, bro, th- this is phenomenal. I actually would advise anyone who can to trade to taste. Legitimately, this. even if you're not, you know, again, I don't know if they come individually, but like, find someone, go to a party or something, yeah. and bring some. And it sucks that peeps are only popular one time out the year. So, like, if they do decide to keep making this, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm put. I'm gonna set this can aside for my children just so when it, <laughs> when it ne- when it's discontinued, and well, like, they out. might just make another flavor and basically just put the same ingredients in. I don't know. I don't know how that works, you yeah. know, with their so the, crossovers. This was big last year, and then mm-hmm. they brought it back. So I don't know if they changed this it is, up. Or this was here it... last year? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't even hear We didn't have it. a podcast last year, so we didn't oh, get a chance to try it. Well, now everyone's going to be trying it. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, all, all billion subscribers are about to be like, oh, we got to go find this. And oh, then, yeah, 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 yeah. They'll make it a permanent flavor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I think this has been a very productive episode. We covered a lot of ground. How do you Honestly, feel? Honestly, pretty great, man. Thank you for talking with me about absolute nonsense, as yeah. always. Uh, it's not because our guest pulled out at the last second. It's because no. we wanted to talk about this. <laughs> 100, 100 percento. That's my new catchphrase, yeah. by the way. Well, it's been a good, productive episode. I appreciate y'all joining us this week. We will see you next time. I'm excited for what the future holds. Yo. Say Peace. Goodbye. Bye, guys.